Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 126. Thank you so much. Wait a minute, it's episode 127. Sorry you guys, I'm a week behind. <laughs> I was just gonna hit stop and re-record, but I want to let you guys know that I am perfectly imperfect, truly. I have to re-record all the time. <laughs> there have been episodes where I virtually stopped after 40 minutes and just redid the whole fucking thing. But today I'm not hitting that button. I am going to just let you know. It's episode 127. I want us to all be a little bit more curious this week about humility. And, you know, we have sort of spun and spiraled out of control when it comes to looking at all the wrong things in life. And why are we not valuing our peace and quiet time? Why are we not valuing a kind heart or a good Samaritan, a volunteer on the street, or somebody who donates their time and their work to only helping to serve others out of the kindness of their own heart? One thing we'll always do on the Wabi Sabi pod is speak from experience only. I'm not an asshole unless I want to be. And that means that I speak only from personal experience on this pod. I also find it to be a little bit obnoxious that there are a lot of people out there that choose to share information to tell you how to live your life when they haven't even lived their life yet. And it's fair to say at 41, what the fuck do I know? I don't know shit. I'm just sharing with you that in-between gray in the middle stage. <laughs> um, so all of you know that I work with Animal Rescue and SG Animal Services. That's S as in Sam, D as in dog, Animal Services on Instagram. They did a huge event last week. So if you have a little bit of money to spare, whether it's five or ten bucks, I would totally recommend donating to them. They do so much good and they get hundreds of cats and dogs donated or uh, adopted by charity every year. So it's important to support local small shelters where animals would be euthanized if it wasn't for these small services helping out. I also helped to transport a beautiful baby kitten last week named Anna. And I work with Little Wanders, which is another amazing place that you should follow. It's Little Wanderers NYC on Instagram. And this little baby Anna that I transported from a vet uptown back to Brooklyn, um, she was so, so precious and frail and tiny. And after I got her to her foster mom, her foster mom had to feed her through a dropper like 24-7 and eventually Anna did not make it. And when we heard the news, I cried immediately and I had a lot to think about this weekend. It was sad. It was awful. And it was also a really painful lesson that when you work in animal rescue, or say you volunteer at hospice, or you work as, you know, a doctor, a vet, or even at a homeless shelter, you are going to see sad things. Sad things will indeed happen. I think it's hard for us to sometimes understand the grim and the darkness that happens 
or the tough times like we spoke about last week in episode 126. These things that happen teach us these wildly deep lessons. I am still learning about myself every day and I hope that you are as well. I hope that you get curious about humility and what it means to not have it all and to not get what you wished for and to not get what you wanted. Sorry, I get really sad about Anna. So rest in peace, Anna. We think about you. Um, and we're almost at the one year anniversary of Cece, my cat of 20 years passing. So with that said, one thing we must remember when being humble and being curious about being humble is what do you have in your life right now currently that serves as a mirror for you? Do you have anything that sort of reflects back to you love and kindness and can help you when you're sad or share your joys with you when you're happy? You know, Anna served as a little mirror for all of us. She only lived here on earth for just a few weeks and then her life was quickly taken. And I think back to how very few of us value the fact that we are on this earth for years and years and sometimes we take the most precious gift of all life for granted. And we don't even think about how lucky we are to still be here. And so for Anna, this podcast is for you today and for all of the moms and the amazing women at Little Wanders. We commend all of you for your efforts and I admire you with great humility because it is so hard to do that kind of work and to not get emotionally attached. Sometimes I think I can't even handle animal rescue at certain points in my life because when you see the sadness and the dark side, it is, it's awful, but it's something that I've paid close attention to since the pandemic and it has brought me great joy and satisfaction. It has humbled my heart and it has made me lighter. And what we learn about pets, whether it's a cat or dog, or maybe you have a parrot or a bird of some sorts, or a bunny rabbit, or gerbil, a capybara. I love capybara. If you've not looked them up, please do. Maybe you have a capybara. <laughs> Lucky you. But today we're really going to explore like how these things are mirrors, are reflections for you and your life for you to pay attention to. Now, humility is defined as the quality of being humble. The dictionary would define it as accentuating humility, as a low self-regard and sense of unworthiness. But really, it can also mean that you are just a beautiful person that doesn't boast or brag about one's life. In a religious context, it states that humility can mean a recognition of self in relation to a deity or a god, and subsequently in submission to that deity as a member of that religion. Outside of religious context, humility is defined as being unselved, a liberation from consciousness of self, a form of temperance that is neither having pride or hotness, nor indulging in self-deprecation. It goes on to 
goes on to say, it goes on to say, humility is an outward expression or an appropriate inner self-regard and it is contrasted with humiliation, which is an imposition, often external, of shame upon a person. Humility may be misappropriated as an ability to suffer humiliation through self-denouncements, which in itself remains focused on self rather than low self-focus. Humility in its various interpretations is widely seen as a virtue, which centers on low self-preoccupation or unwillingness to put oneself forward. So it is in many religions and philosophical traditions, it contrasts with narcissism, hubris, and other forms of pride. And it is an idealistic and rare intrinsic construct that has an extrinsic side. It is derived from the Latin word humilitas, a noun related to the adjective humilius, which may be translated as humble, but also grounded, or from the earth, since it derives from humus, earth. So anytime you look at the words humble, humility, or even hummus, human, H-U-M, these are all derivatives of the Latin word humilitas, a noun related to the adjective humilius. So we must remember that we don't just throw these words around. We must go inward and do some introspection, especially after our wild nights and evenings and partying or whatever the fuck you do on the weekends, none of my business, but it's nice to go back inward. I know that a lot of us had a quiet weekend. It was Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all those dads. My dad crushes it, former Navy vet, a former now retired nuclear auditor and a philosopher in my in my opinion, in his own way, in our own household, that I feel very lucky to watch play Jeopardy and know almost all the answers every time. A longtime fan of Alex Trebek, is cycling and learning, constantly reading books and acquiring more knowledge and wisdom. A man that I very much look up to and a man who is also extremely humbled. Now, maybe it was because he came from what we call humble beginnings but I think it is important for us to be much more introspective, curious, and humble these days. These are practices you do not see in many public figures that are really well-shaped and well-rounded at the forefront of media in the present day. For some reason, maybe it's TikTok or YouTube or something, but we pay attention to loud and fucking obnoxious, really low-brow, really shitty bad people and these are the people that have they practice poor behavior they've done plenty of bad things to enough to be arrested and yet we don't hold them accountable as a society or a community as we once did so we do talk about these things often in wabi-sabi because life is perfectly imperfect i'm not judging i'm just stating a little bit of an observation on the current climate around us right now and as I come to you from Brooklyn, New York, I do want to let you know 
as much as I thought my life was going to be the same and quite perfect and I could boast or brag about all these things I had coming my way, it was quite the opposite. I feel like I got one of the biggest wake-up calls in humility and curiosity with non-judgment about my own life and the current climate of media, publishing, food, PR, social media, wellness. These are all areas that we've explored together now. And I thought to myself, okay, so I wrote Clean Green Eats. It did phenomenal. I wrote Kintsugi Wellness. It did pretty good. It, it's also a really well-executed book that I'm very proud of. And then I wrote Spirited, which was like me. Okay, so what you'll notice is I went straight from cooking over to Japanese, like traditional practices and philosophy and recipes, wellness. And then I went right over to spirituality. And I think I needed to do this with the trajectory of my life, which is something you need to do in introspection, is what do you need to cover in your life that feels like it's the next step? You don't have to make this decision right away. But going off on the edge of last week's episode on 126, I want you to sort of dive into your your deepest place in your heart and find out, you know, what is it that really makes you tick? Like, what is it that you want to share with the world? And do you want to pause and be humble with grace and with unification and what the universe might be telling you? And do you want to be curious and non-judgmental about what might be calling to you right now. I, I do know that going back to food feels right for me. It may not be exactly what I want to do, but it just feels like the food industry needs a lot more heavy-hitting key players. And that for whatever reason, we tend to look at media as the only form of it's it's like the only platform that we have that shows us who's out there doing the damn thing but in actuality there are millions of chefs and cooks recipe developers recipe writers you know all kinds of people that work in culinary arts that are overlooked and underseen it's okay for you to take pause on social media It's okay for you to not look at what everyone else is doing. It's okay for you to do major introspection and go deeply inward on where you want to go with your life. It's okay to start planning for the future. And it's okay to also just be lazy and to sit back and relax, say a big prayer, help others, volunteer for a little bit, maybe even take a sabbatical if you can. And then go back to where you know you belong. Take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. Now, while it seems that a lot of people have lost their moral values and their compass that guides them through life, there are also a lot of really good people. And I do take stock of this and I do see that our pod is growing I do believe that we've always done the right thing as much as we possibly can although not perfect like you and I 
we can sit here and admit I'll learn through experience and share with you the highest highs and the lowest lows because this is a great platform to do it. But also, like we spoke on last week, if you're still yearning and learning and trying to find your place in this world, maybe it's professionally, emotionally, psychologically, maybe it's just mental focus on what you want to do. It's really important to go inward and just take stock, write down the morals and values that you really love in other people. For me, it's always kindness, humility, grace, love, and the innate ability to be selfless in service to others with an expectation of nothing in return. These are things I really value to my core. So I don't know what the fuck those have to do with cooking, but that's what I've got to figure out, you guys. I was so confused after it feels like everything has gotten so much better over the last few months. And I don't mean job-wise because, frankly, I have not had any real great work come my way. And I'm praying, and I hope we can all pray for each other right now, that there is something beautiful on its way, as we said in episode 126. It's on its fucking way. So while we're waiting for these beautiful new gigs to come, maybe God or the angels or the universe or Buddha, whoever the fuck you believe in, maybe they are, sorry for the F word, guys, but I'm looking up above. You know how I am. I just think it's important for us to do a lot of introspection and to give back to our community, to volunteer, to not be an asshole, to not post all over social media, not do things that you're going to regret in 5, 10, or 20 years. I mean, do you know what it was like to be 20, 22 on Top Chef and to have two different people in the house talk shit to my face all season? Boy, well, I tell you guys, I am not ready to speak about it yet because I'm so traumatized by the experience, but it was so fucking hard to bite my tongue as a 22-year-old on national TV watching everyone in that room besides maybe like five people watching everybody else make a total asshole of themselves. And boy, did it pay off in the end to be the better, more humbled, more graceful person. Now, I'm not judging anybody else's values or morals or where they come from, but I can bet that you have been through the same situation where you have bit your tongue, you have been the better person, you have let others speak poorly of you and about you, even to your own face, and you just took it. And the most important thing is, is to be full of grace and love and light. Boy, there are a lot of helicopters going by New York today. Well, what's new? It's probably the billionaires going in and out of their jobs. Um, it is a very interesting time because Top Chef keeps coming up in my life over and over and over. I went to see Cynthia out in East Hampton. You should visit her at the cookery if you can. I saw her on Friday. I saw my dear friend Rita. Um, and I saw old friends like Yanni and Susan. Like people I haven't seen. Some of them for like almost 10 years. And the coolest thing about running into these people. Even when I feel like the biggest loser right now. While I'm in between jobs. People say, oh my god Candace, You're like the fucking original. 
influencer and you're crushing it. You're fucking killing it and you need to keep going. And it's weird, you know, when you can feel so shitty about yourself and then in real life and in actuality, this is not the perception that others have of you. It's just that we have negative self-talk, dialogue, maybe even we need to do a little bit more deep introspection on where this self-deprecation, self-deprecation comes from. I think it's important that you take a deep look at your life and write down those five things you really value in another one. It could be anything. Some runners up from the other things I value, I really value those who love animals, those who understand how important spirituality or introspection is, those who perform in the arts, those that really support others. And they don't just say they support others. They buy their books. They buy their products. They go to their shows. They try to get them work. I mean, if I, I wish more of my friends actively helped to help others like get more work. That's like my greatest wish. I would love and have always tried to hire my friends when they're out or got them a gig or connect them to somebody. And um, I hope, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'll keep trying to do a better job of it as well. But from what I can remember, I've always tried to cheer on friends and like buy their products when they have them and also make sure to support them in every way I can like posting about their shit, commenting on their page. I'm not perfect. I can do a better job at it. But I do think that that's one thing I wish on my list that people had more of was that like self-starter mentality that I'm going to support other women no matter what. And I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm going to introduce them to more people and get them more work because opportunity is the one thing that most women or marginalized voices are lacking and we need to share more of the playing field with others and not be so selfish and self-serving. I wish I heard more people say the words, how can I help you? You know, that would be wonderful. I do always try to tell people, if you need help, like, let me know because I got you back because I remember when you helped me out that one time. Take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. So while you try to think of those five values that you really love in others, and also like five bonus values, let them be wild cards. Like maybe you like a big D. Maybe you like it when somebody nibbles on your earlobes. Like I don't care what it is. <laughs> let it be wild and let it be free. But just know that in this one life, it, things would be a lot easier <laughs> if people focused on beauty and humility, grace, love, kindness, and the ability to be a selfless person to help others, expecting nothing in return. Remember where the Latin word humilitas comes from, a noun related to the adjective humilius. Humilis. Humilis. And also that it all derives from being grounded, humble, of the earth. And that also ties to mythology, Judaism, Christianity, 
catechism, Islam, Buddhism, Hindu, and many other religions also practice humility, like Taoism. Philosophical views of humility come into play, and it's important for us to also read on those who came before us and how it was utilized in leadership and also in theology, moral character, like we've spoken on, and even the Greek gods. There's a lot of history and culture where we can keep enriching our lives. Like I mentioned, a thing I admire about my own father is that he reads and educates himself constantly, and that gets him to the next level. So maybe we can do a little introspection here. Be curious about what the world wants from you. Don't be crazy. Don't listen to the fucking hustle culture people. Don't be dumb and listen to the people that are like 25 or 30 telling you how to live your life. And don't be stupid and start going out there and giving money, your precious money, to people that don't deserve it, that are trying to scam you. Be smart about who you follow and really do introspection on what the world wants and needs from you. It could be the great pause. Like I said, it could be a sabbatical. It could be more rest. It could be eating more fresh and delicious foods and learning how to cook on your own to nourish yourself. It could really be that God is talking to you and saying, have you thought about reaching out to that old work colleague or partner? Maybe the, the loved one that you really needed to talk to just to say something. Maybe it's, you rehashing out the plans that you once had for yourself before you got all wrapped up in this wedding job house or this big plan of a move you know when I thought my life was going to go back to how it was when I moved from New York the first time boy that's fucking funny because life did not pan out the way that I thought it was going to And I'm still trying to figure out what God wants from me. And while I learn these really deep-rooted lessons, I try to be lighter and simpler on myself. So I want you to take the five things that you wrote, maybe it's ten, and I want you to simplify a little bit and tell yourself, look for these things in others. Pray that you surround yourself with these right types of people. And pay attention to people that emulate these types of behaviors. Because you will indeed attract more beauty and resilience into your life when you focus on humility, kindness, grace, love, and more volunteer selfless people. Like the people that volunteer are just, I always say this on the pod, but they're fucking golden to me. I like worship them. And when people ask me, like, who do I idolize? If I seriously said my grandparents or my mom or my dad or, like, the people I volunteer with at a cat shelter, you can think I'm crazy. That's fine. But it is absolutely true. I mean, my dream would be going to Prospect Park with my partner with a homemade lunch that we made, like an avocado salad, 
or an egg wrap or breakfast burrito with our cat. And I dreamed that I could take Shohei, our little black chunky cat from Little Wanderers. I wish we could take him with us on a collar and leash. That would be my dream. 70 degree weather, watching the gays play volleyball, watching all the dogs roaming around, watching that one or two weirdo men that are in the park in the very center doing like yoga and bending over and doing weird shit. You know, it's just like Sheep's Meadow, uh, Prospect Park, it's all the same vibe. It's nice to sometimes like just look at how simple life can be when we are humbled, when we don't have a lot of money, when we don't have a ton going for us, and we have to do introspection. So I hope that you can take the values, especially wrapped around the word humility, and try to really go inward a little bit. Be kind to others. Don't be an it was, and you don't have to worry about the crazy thing anymore. But again, when you have humility and curiosity in your mindset, when you do the introspection, when you see that life is full of vibrant colors and there are so many opportunities out there for you, when you are worried about things in the future that have not yet presented themselves, that, my dear, is a waste of your precious time. So get out there. Write down your five things that mean so much to you in your morals and values. And then an extra five is a bonus. Also, write five things about yourself that you really like. So, I'll go, I guess. I'm weird. I'm funny. I'm creative. I love cats. And I like cooking. Okay, so it's five things. And then do five bonuses. So like you always want to do five wild cards too because you don't want to be that boring. Okay, here's a total five wild card. I love hot sauce, especially with yuzu. Um, I love Japanese fried chicken to die for. Karage. I love um, going to the park on like Sundays just to like let go. Um... I miss surfing like crazy. I wish I could do it more. Um, and I often dream about going back to that old lifestyle. <laughs> and lastly, I'm I'm really sad that I don't have anywhere to write my work right now or shows. And that's something I've sort of kept a little bit of a secret from you guys for years and years. I wish I had a place for my creativity. Yeah. All introspective things, right, to think about. So as I write these down, I will go through them in my head and I'll look at them and I'll reflect on them in like one month's time to see how things are going and check in on yourself and tell yourself with all grace and humility, love, kindness, and also with that notion of being of self-service, just make sure to go inward and say to yourself, I love myself. I love who I am, regardless of my situation, regardless of not getting the job, regardless of getting dumped, regardless of going on a weekend vendor and being hung over for three days, regardless of not getting the book deal I wanted, regardless of all the assholes out there getting the dreams and shows and books that I wanted, regardless of not getting all the things that your heart desired. You just let go and you ask for something good because it's on its way. 
but in the first place you might have to do introspective work to clear out the old shit to make new oxygen new blood new pumping new iron new circulation for things to come you cannot expect for anything new to be brought your way until you let go of the old you cannot run away from your problems you cannot drink them snort them fucking i'm not going to say all the other things but you can't do all that shit away you know like it's not going to make the problem go away you can't run away from it by moving fucking a bunch of people you cannot get away from it by like jumping from country to country job to job man to man woman to woman whatever you like to do um plant to plant (laughs) pet to pet you can't do that you have to sit with yourself in your suffering and you have to face your demons and you have to do the work to get yourself to those better morals and values are you really practicing what you preach Can you ask yourself that? Because I know I'm not. Just on a family Zoom call. My sister let me know, and this is true. I often weaponize my job experience like somebody fucking owes me something. And that's something I got to knock off. And then my father reminds me, Candace, Candace, it doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So nobody cares. So like I could go out there and pen 10 more books and, you know, judge on 20 more shows and have five more cooking shows. And guess what? Nobody cares, Candace. And Candace, mm, you know, you can't weaponize your job experience and all on your resume. Okay, that's like weaponizing. Okay, Jenny. I get it. So I'm still doing bad shit. So I'm still learning. So I'm still in the gray with you guys. And maybe these are things you do too. I am, boy, am I on my culinary high horse. And I got kicked off the last few years by choice. I just took the horse and asked it to go hard right or hard left. Go right for spirituality. Go left for Japanese wellness. (laughs) And I went both routes on my horse. And not only did I find what I was looking for, Um, But I also found myself lost again. So maybe my drug of choice nowadays is fucking cats. (laughs) You know, I just, I find myself like totally not knowing what to do after those last two books other than just to go back to what I know I'm good at, which is cooking, writing recipes and developing really beautiful books and then going on shows and just banging the shit out. You know, it's hard. Sometimes you achieve all your dreams and you just hit a ceiling. And you think to yourself, wow, I've gotten here. And it's pretty fucking lonely. And I don't know where else to go. But also one of the saddest things an artist can say to themselves is that I have so much artistry inside of me. And yet I have nowhere to put it. So keep going, you guys. Every day. I'm writing shows, I'm editing new book proposals, I'm working on a new website launch, I'm recording podcasts, I'm working on new branding, we're working on an affiliates program, we're hiring new talent, I'm going to a fancy food show, meeting new people, networking, going out with friends, making sure to be social, going to events, supporting other women in small business, writing my newsletter on my own, 
putting up stupid goddamn food videos I don't even want to do all the time on my own and quintessentially maybe not really going anywhere at the same time. So if we have this big long think with ourselves, if we go inward, if we do introspection, if we write shit down, and we tell ourselves everybody out there is doing their very best. Are we doing our best? Are we doing what we even want with our lives? You must ask yourself, are you practicing humility, kindness, grace, empathy, and compassion? Are you practicing a notion that you are selfless in helping to volunteers with others and for others? And are you also curious about things that maybe haven't panned out for you or directions that you have taken in your life that maybe didn't end up anywhere? It is a weird time, isn't it, guys? It feels like trippy. But at the end of the day, you have a roof over your head, you have running clean water, and you have a beautiful and wonderful heart. So keep in mind that you've already won the lottery in life because you're listening to this podcast, Wabi Sabi, and you are a beautiful person with kindness and love. So just keep going. Keep going. It doesn't mean that life is going to turn out to be perfect, but it certainly will turn out exactly how it is supposed to be. And don't worry about the things that you have out of your control. God will grant you serenity and you will get to where you need to be with due time and patience. I fucking hate that word. Patience. Feels like a curse, doesn't it? Especially in art <laughs> nowadays where everyone just like click, click, click. But the coolest thing is we did notice an evolution of food where like there are certain food things that are just like not cool anymore. I'm not going to write about them now, but it's just... We've done a lot of research recently to find out where this food movement is going and like what the next things are going to be. So I'm excited to share with all of you that I am writing my next cookbook and I will do more of a formal announcement somewhere on social, even though, you know, I don't like doing that. It's not for everyone, you guys. That's the that's the funny thing is like social media is just simply not for everyone. We'll do it. Everybody will do it, but it's not like they're sitting at home doing backflips backflips over it. Um, I was going to say some other bad stuff, but <laughs> I'm going to refrain from doing it because I feel like I'm being watched all the time. I can't even be myself fully on this pod, even though I'm just dying to. I bite my tongue. I digress. Please don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. The greatest gift you can give to us on the Wabi Sabi pod is giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast right now. I mean it. Good karma is coming to you when you write the review. Here we go. Also, please check out Spirited on Audible Originals, my most recent book. Don't you guys want to see all the juicy shit I wrote about? It's so good. Finance, relationships, breakups, drugs, addictions, travel, running away from all my fucking fears. Please listen to it. My imperfect relationship with my Japanese mom. Oh yeah, you kind of talk bad about me and your father in your new book, but you know, it's okay. I have a couple of correction for you. Japan, it cannot be 7,000 islands. I'm 
and then look up at seven thousand Japan seven thousand. Oh, I did the research. Now they're doing uh, some kind of a telegraph picture. Maybe now even Japan maybe even have a more like a double, like a fifteen thousand islands. My mistake. You are right, but they are still updating it. So even though I was right or wrong, according to my mom, she didn't say <laughs> she didn't say she was fully wrong. She just said they're constantly doing research on how many islands are in Japan. Hilarious. Anyways, I love you guys. Have a great week. And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter now, Juicy. I'll do a recap of all the podcasts I've been on over the last few weeks. Radically Loved. We're going on Finding Mastery this week. Um, I think there are really cool pods that are in the pipes, the Every Girl podcast as well, um, and a few others. So I'm excited to share a big shout out and thanks to everyone who has had me on their podcast that you guys have been incredible, like Innovative Medicine, Highway to Well, and many more to come. You are all so sweet and lovely and kind, and I really look up to all of you. I don't know how you do it all the time. And truly, you guys, be curious about the things we spoke about today. Nothing is perfect. There's no no shouting over here. No, you better fucking do this. You better do that. You better be this. You better be that. No, no, no. No. How about just like fucking enjoy? Go sit in your bed and watch Eric Andre or like, I don't know. Just watch something where you can really check out <laughs> and see how crazy people are. And just like not worry about anything. 90 Day Fiance, Match Me Abroad, it's a new good one. It's okay. All of it's all good. All judgment aside. But just know that your moral compass won't fail you. It'll guide you to the right things. You will know because intuitively you will be able to guide yourself to follow your passions and dreams through. But just be motivated enough to be curious about the future of your own destiny. Got it, guys? Okay, good. Love you. Sign up for the newsletter, CandiceKumai.com, and give this pod a five-star review and keep being juicy. Share this pod if you love it on Instagram, and I'll make sure to reshare or reply to you directly. And you are a gift to this world. Don't for get it not every day can be a good day not every day is full of light and love sometimes it's full of darkness and despair and that is perfectly okay wabi fucking sabi here we go